0: Alhamdulillah, لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من aj الله فلا And of Allah, we come to you in لا breath and our elders, them of the important things May nahi!'Allah, we cut الله سبحانه �, we take who make يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقول الله حق تقاته ولا تَمُوتُنَّ إلا وأنتم مسلمون. وقال سبحانه في ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا الله وقولوا قولاً سديداً يسرح لكم أعمالكم ويخف لكم ذنوبكم الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزاً الله Today's إن شاء الله. I will talk about one of the basic tenets of Islamic ruling that resulted into the spread of, spread of Islam throughout the world, and which is justice. And we see that in the life of Rasulullah how he provided the justice to men, women alike, Muslim, non-Muslim, whosoever it was, the justice was upheld. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us, the believers, in many places in the Qur'an and in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Shuhatul Nisa, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amunu, kunu qawwameena bil kisr, shuhada'ala lillahi walau ala anfusikum awil walidaini wal aqrabeen, in yakun ghaniyan aw fakirah." فَاللَّهُ وَلَا أَنْ وَإِن أَوْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ خَبِيرًا In this ayah, Allah is commanding the believers. And he says, O you who believe, upheld or stand up for justice as witnesses to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and even though speaking up for the justice may result into something against yourself. Or against your parents. Or against your close ones, the relatives. They could be the, the rich ones or the poor ones. Sometimes people think of it as if we can talk about only if you can go and oppress the poor. It could be other way around as well. Somebody's making a judgment, and he has hatred towards the one who comes up, and he is probably, is a wealthy person. So oppression can go either way. So justice has to be provided whether it's a rich person or the poor person. And the justice can co- only come from Allah Azza wa Jal, from the commands of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. Justice cannot come by the man-made laws, man-made re- regulations and stuff like that, it can only come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also reminds us, And do not follow your lust, do not follow your desires, do not follow your hawa. And if you deviate from it, or turn your backs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of it, what you are doing. In a Tafsir by Ibn Kathir, when he is talking about the subject, he mentions that when Rasulullah ﷺ sent one of the Ashab of his, Abdullah ibn Rabaha, towards the Yahud to collect some of the taxes that they were supposed to pay. And he went there, they tried to, they tried to bribe him. They tried to bribe him out. So... He would not collect the money that he was there for. Abdullah ibn Rabaha, he said, I was sent by the best of the creation, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam towards you. The actions that they were doing, based on said, you are the most hated ones for me, but this will not turn me away and be unjust to you. I will still be just to you because this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to do. And when the Yahood they heard this from Abdullah ibn Rawaha, their response was, this justice like that, the people who are upheld in the justice like that, because of that, the heavens and the earth is still in place. This is from the people who are trying to deviate him from the justice. But when they heard from him, they, they, they said this kind of a statement. Now, Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned about the justice many, many places in the Qur'an, and we will be sitting here for a long time if we just even go through the ayat Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned in the Qur'an. Today I'd like to talk about some of the examples from the life of Umar bin Khattab radiallahu an how he was the bearer of the justice and he provided the justice to the people he was ruling over. Imam ibn Khattab he had one of the longest eras among the Khulfa-i He ruled over 10 years and he ruled by Islam. This is why it is important for us to go back and see the life of Rasulullah s.a.w. and the Sahaba, how they implemented the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and how people saw the justice through them. One time, Umar ibn Khattab, one of the people that he sent to Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan is in Central Asia, one of the places that was opened during the time of Umar ibn Khattab. And the wali over there. He was presented with one of the sweets of the area, a dessert. And he ate and he really liked it. He liked it so much, he said, I must send this to Amir al-Mu'mineen. And uh, he made two big trays, put them onto the camel and sent them to Umar bin Khattab in Medina. Those desserts arrived to Umar bin Khattab, an. He said he saw it. He asked, "What is it?" And it was told to him. It's called chabuz. Uh, now, uh, this is a sweet from Azerbaijan. When Omar uh, tried it, it was very sweet. He liked it. He asked, "Do the people of Azerbaijan, where you got the sweet from, is this accessible for all?" And in response, the person who brought. Was no, it is not accessible to all. Not everybody can afford to have that kind of a suite. Umar Khattab, Allah gave back those sweets, and not only that, he gave back those sweets. He wrote a letter back. He wrote, wrote the letter back to Attab bin Farqat, the one who sent the the sweets, and he told him that your mother or your father. You did not get this from your mother and father's wealth, what you're eating. And he said, do not eat this until everybody is able to eat that kind of stuff. It is accessible for all the people under you. Now, one can say, of course, that he could have eaten by, from his own wealth. But the thing is, he received it by the people because of his position. And because of his position he was getting this and Omar was very careful that people do not use those positions for different purposes. Similarly, there's an incident that happened in the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One of the wali brought the wealth that was in, supposed to be turned into the Baytul Mal and he said, this is for Baytul Mal and this is mine. A portion was mine and a portion was Beitul Baytul Mal. And it was asked to him that's why was he saying that? He said, these are the gifts that I received. And Rasulullah said, if you would have sit in your home, would you have gotten these things? Of course not. He received those things because of his position again. And he was commanded to turn in everything into the Baytul mal. So you should not be getting anything because of your position. That's one of the basic tenets to upheld justice. If you're not doing that, then the ones who have power, they can gather a lot of wealth because of their position and the power. Another incident that happened. And that happened during the time of Umar al Khattar an, and uh, Umar bin Al-As, another Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu who was the governor of Egypt at that time, he was also the conqueror. Of Egypt. And uh, there, was a, there was a report came to him about the son of Umar bin Khattab, عنه, which is mentioned by the report that was Abdurrahman bin Umar, that he was found drinking. He was drunk. Hence, a punishment of drinking was placed on him. But what Umar bin Al did. He gave the punishment to him in his own house. Now when Umar bin Khattab an, he found out what Umar bin Al-Az did, he was very angry because the punishment was supposed to be done in public. And Umar bin Khattab was angry because he's the one who appointed Umar bin Al-Az there and on his behalf, he was ruling over the people of Egypt. And now giving preference to one over the other, causes injustice. And Omar sent a letter back to Amr bin al and he reminded of him, and he said, this kind of an action does not deserve except the dismissal of Amr bin al Because he preferred his son Even though he gave the punishment, but he did not give the punishment in front of the people. And he asked to send his son back to Medina. When his son came to Medina, Umar bin Khattab, he made the punishment over his son again. Now the purpose of that was, so there will not be any preference of the son of Umar al Khattab, the son of the Amir al-Mu'mineen, the Khalifa al rasul at that time. So, the justice will be given to all equally. And justice does not mean always punishment. Let's not be, because this is one of the things that have been always done. Whenever we talk about Islam, or whenever we talk about the justice of Islam, or talk about the عقوبات, talk about the punishment system of Islam. What it means by that is, you rule over them by justice. Justice, the adl that was provided by Allah. Azza An example, another example in the time of Omar al Khattab we see is the example of Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas In the time of Omar, whenever some wealth used to come, he used to distribute among the people. And while he was distributing, he saw Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas, he was pushing and shoving everybody and getting closer, closer to Omar. Now, Umar, was very angry at him, and he hit him with his dura. And he reminded him that he is the Khalifa to rasul and he should not be acting the way he was acting at that time, because you were pushing away the people so he can reach him and get the, 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 the wealth from him. And now remember that when we talk about Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, you're not talking about somebody unknown, he's from one of the ten. Ashram مباشرة that those ten who were given the glad tidings of Jannah in this dunya by Rasulullah wasallam. he is the one who was referred as Har, uh, Har, uh, Faris al-Islam the Knight of Islam he's is the one Rasulullah wasallam when he passed away he was pleased with him and he's the very same one later on Umar bin Khattar an, he nominated he selected those six when he was stabbed and he was on his deathbed that the next Khalifa should be chosen from among these six. Because he, these were the six people who were remaining among the Ashray Bashar. So it's not that Omar bin Khattab was against sa'ad bin Abi waqqas when he hit him. But the thing was to make sure, it's not that just because of your relationship or your status, that you will be preferred over the others. And when it comes to justice of uh, Umar al-Khattab again, we find that another incident of a person named Jabala ibn al- al- al-Ayham. He was one of the leaders of the Ghassan tribe, who was the Arab tribe uh, under the Byzantines and Muslims opened it and the, he, the tribe became Muslim. And among them he was also Jabalah was another person who became Muslim. He wanted to visit us, uh, Umar al-Khattab, and he visited Omar in Medina. Omar took care of him, and then he wanted to go for Hajj. So when he went for Hajj, somebody stepped over a person from Banu Fazara, <coughs> stepped over his izar. He was used to be a king. He used to be a leader. He punched him on his face and broke his nose. Now this person came to Omar al-Khattab to tell him what happened. And when Omar summoned Jabalah, he came to. Umar bin Khattab, and he said, You are being too soft with these Badus, these Bedouins. So Umar, he said, You are being soft. He said, I am, how can you deal with the kings and the commoners together? He said, They're not same. And Umar bin Khattab said, When you come into Islam, we are all same. And his response was, That when I was in jahiliya, I was of this position. And he said, He thought that. After Islam, his status will become higher. And Umar ibn Khattab's response was, No, after Islam we are all equal. We are all equal. Hence, he said, You better take care of this person, you, you hit him, or I am going to punish you. He said that he will not do that. He said he will become a Christian. Umar ibn Khattab said, If you become a Christian, then you will have the punishment of leaving Islam. Then he said, oh, give me some time And by time, he just basically during the night time, he ran away from Mecca with his people to Constantinople or Constantinia. Over there, he actually introduced himself as a Christian. And later in his life, he regretted that he left Islam, as some of the poetry talks about, from him that talks about today. Now, the point here is, the way Umar bin Khattab dealt with this person who used to be a leader among the people. Just because he was a leader does not mean that he can go ahead and punch whoever he wishes or just because of uh, somebody just stepped on his izar that's enough for him to go and punch and break his nose. And he was actually saying that he only punched his nose. If it was not the haram he would have killed him. This is a, this is the way he was thinking and this kind of a thinking has to be taken care of. Why am I bringing all those things? These are stories that we hear Many times, there's a reason for bringing these stories. <coughs> we find nowadays among ourselves, whether they are Muslims or non-Muslims, because the Muslims are also not using Islam as the one to be ruling over the people. So their actions are the same as the actions of Jahiliya, And we find the similarities like that. When it comes to their family members, the people who are ruling, all the people who are around them, whether they are ministers, whether they are kings or their sons or their relatives or whatsoever, they get a different kinds of a preference. And they many of the times, they are above the law. And they can do things and they can get by. And the only way the mankind in general can see the justice and feel the justice and really appreciate the justice if we bring Islam back. We find many of those rulers above us, they talk about justice, but when it comes to really showing the justice, it's not there. People talk about Islam sometimes, they give the examples of, they become Amir al-Mu'mineen out of nowhere. Sometimes they say they are the one who are implementing the the Medina state in their countries. But when you look at the actions, they are completely off from what they are saying. And Allah Azza wa Jalla Hates these kind of a things. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Ya yuhalladina amanu, lima taqulun ma la ta'falun." Why do you say things what you don't do? Kaburamaktan 'andalahi antaqulu ma la ta'falun. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala dislikes that. That what you say you don't do. So it's not just the words that count. The words have to be followed by the action. And the more power a person has, more responsibilities he has, he's accountable for more things. This is the way we should look at it. Not to think of it, because a person has power, now he can do whatever he wishes. And today, because of all these injustices that are happening, what we see is mankind is suffering. Muslims or non-Muslims alike. And the only way That suffering can be ended if we follow the commands of Allah Azza wa Jal, not only on an individual basis, but as a whole, as an ummah, and to show the mankind the mercy Islam provides. As Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says, (laughs) Ya ayyuhuladina am Nustajivu lillahi walirasul, idadaakum lima ya. SubhanAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that answer the call of Allah and His Messenger. That gives life to you. This is what's going to give the life. This is what's going to save the mankind. And we are the carriers of this message that can save the mankind again as it has done in the past. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and Sirah are available at